Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast, the show for women who want to develop a kinder relationship with their body so you can feel healthy, happy, and confident without restricting food, doing torturous exercise, or constantly worrying about the number on the scale. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, size inclusive fitness specialist and certified non diet health and life coach specializing in body image. This podcast is here to provide weight neutral, health at every size aligned information and coaching on sustainable habits and mindset shifts so you can feel your very best in the body you have right now. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Hey, welcome back to the Joyful Movement Show. We are wrapping up and tying a pretty bow on this series we've been doing around simplifying wellness. If you're still here, if you've been following this series through to the end, I want you to give yourself a big pat on the back because you made it, which tells me that clearly you are ready to explore a different path towards health, a simpler, more sustainable path. And you did that. You did just that with me here over the last eight weeks. You had an open mind. You learned some things. You challenged some beliefs. And here we are now at the end of the series. Well, Almost. I do have a bonus episode for you next week with a special guest, but this is technically the end. So I want to take a minute and encourage you to consider what has shifted for you as you've listened to these last eight episodes. What's one tiny perspective change you've experienced or one nugget of information that you're taking with you out of this series? And I ask you this because it's so important to acknowledge our growth, even if it seems really tiny and insignificant. That little shift has the potential to ripple out into big change down the line. And also, as humans, we really tend to focus on what's not working, on what we're doing wrong and how we feel stuck. It takes effort to train our brain to see our wins, to see those tiny shifts and change our focus to what is working. It takes effort And that's how we continue to move forward. When we see how this one little thing we did had a positive outcome, it creates evidence that this new way works. It creates a sense of safety to keep on moving outside of our comfort zone. So I want you to look for those wins and celebrate them, no matter how small. Let's just back the truck up a little bit and take a minute to look back on where we've come, where we've been over these last eight weeks. We started this series by first challenging your definition of health. I encouraged you to think more holistically about health rather than simply what's going on in your physical body or health being a product of your size or what you eat or how you exercised. I encouraged you to define it on your own terms, thinking more about how health feels and how it's a whole body experience that encompasses your mental and emotional well-being, your sense of purpose and belonging, that spiritual aspect of health too. In the second installment, we spoke about how moving closer to that feeling of health comes from trusting yourself as the authority over your body. That rather than putting your trust in experts or influencers, plans, programs, or the scale, pursuing health starts by stepping into your own autonomy and believing that you know what's best for you. You get to define health and you get to choose what you participate in and you get to decide if it's enough. On the next few episodes, we busted some myths. 
We worked through the myth or fear that if you don't watch what you eat, you'll never stop. I explained why you currently feel like you can't control yourself around food and how labeling foods as good or bad or healthy or unhealthy plays into that out of control feeling. And I shared with you the path to feeling peaceful and fully in control around all foods, how to build up trust in yourself to make good decisions about food. Next, we addressed why we struggle to eat healthy and exercise even though we want to. In that episode, we talked about wellness trends, so-called not a diet, healthy lifestyles, and why it feels so hard to stick to them even though we want to and even when we say it's not about weight. We dug deep on episode 3.5, addressing the common belief that I did feel better when I was smaller. We talked about how it's the quality of the health-seeking behaviors that we participate in that contribute to feeling good, not our weight itself. And we also dove into the other part of that statement, which is the feeling of confidence and explored why it can seem like you feel more confident in a smaller body but expose the truth that confidence, true confidence, isn't conditional. It's not something that comes and goes based on your body size. It's something that you feel when you truly accept yourself and have your back no matter what. So I showed you the process of cultivating that. And then in 3.6, we talked about how much the pursuit of wellness has cost you. I encouraged you to do the math like I did and figure out how much it's cost you and if it's been effective and worthwhile. If the rewards have been worth the cost or if it's cost you more than you can afford financially and otherwise. And then last week, I shared with you the exact process that I went through to free myself from the obsession over wellness and how I now take other people through the same process. And I shared with you how you can do that for yourself, either on your own or with my support. So I think it's been a really value packed series, if I do say so. We have covered a lot of great stuff. And if you've missed any of it, by all means, go back and catch up. These podcasts are here for you for all of time. So you can listen and re-listen to your heart's content. And I really hope that in listening to these, you've learned some new information and picked up some tools that will really help you. What I really hope that you've taken away from these last eight episodes is that you are not broken. You haven't done anything wrong. All of those things that you've been trying in order to feel healthier that maybe seemed to work in the short term but then stopped working or didn't work for new symptoms that popped up, it didn't go that way because you failed. The only thing that's gone wrong is that you believed the misinformation, the lie, that you can fix yourself and have perfect health if you do everything right. And hey, I want to just say again, as I said in every episode, you are your own health authority. You are the only one who has the power to decide what is the best path forward for you and your health. So if trying the latest trends and trying to eat and exercise perfectly feels good for you and it works for you, feels like the best path forward, I support you to choose that. But you're here. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's maybe not working for you. That's not what you want. You want a simpler way. You want to feel great in and about your body without all of the rules, rigidity, guilt, uncertainty, and shame. You want to define health on your terms. You want to trust yourself to make good choices for yourself, and you want it to be easy. And I am here for that too. I am here to show you that path and guide the way for you. 
questions. I've armed you with some facts. I've shared a new perspective with you. You now know that not everything you've been taught to believe about food, exercise, health, weight, and bodies is true. I've shared with you the process of moving from where you are now to where you want to go. The simple steps are to take inventory of all the beliefs you hold about food, exercise, bodies, health, weight, challenge them, and acknowledge where it's getting you to believe in that model. And then the next step is to embrace body neutrality so that you can make body respecting choices without the expectation that your body needs to change or be a certain size. And the third step is to cultivate trust in yourself to make choices that align with your definition of health. So you know the way, you know what to do. And it's very likely that you have some fear and doubt about taking action and moving forward, which makes a hundred, a thousand percent sense. And it's so normal and expected at this stage. Every single one of my prospective clients feels really torn at this stage of the journey, knowing that what they're doing now isn't working and realizing that something needs to change, but then doubting that this will work when nothing else has and feeling really anxious about investing when they've already spent so much on diets and programs that didn't solve the problems. There's also a lot of fears that pop up at this time. Things like, what if I gain weight? What if I become unhealthy or develop a condition? What if I lose the love or approval of my partner? How will I cope if that happens? And I understand the intensity of those fears and the real worry that if that happens to you, it will drastically impact your life and you think you'll be way worse off than you are now. Those are real fears and they are justified. And though I can't promise that they won't happen, I can promise that you'll be okay. That through the process of doing this work, you'll build up your own capacity and resilience so that you can handle what life throws at you. And also in the work that we do, your whole belief system changes. So what now seems like a catastrophe, I promise that it won't be. Think of it this way. If your best friend gained weight, or developed a health condition, would you think less of her? Would you think that she did something wrong, that she's a total failure, that she deserved what happened to her? Of course not. You would love her exactly the same. It would have no bearing on your friendship. You would still accept her. You would not judge her. Doing this work for yourself is all about strengthening your relationship with yourself so that you have that same compassion acceptance and respect for yourself that you would for your best friend. You're going to become your own best friend and you're going to take care of yourself no matter what changes might happen to your physical body. I know that sounds impossible right now, but it is possible. I am living proof. And so are all the people I've worked with, some of whose stories you've heard here on the show. You're no different than me or any of them. We all thought we were broken too before we started. And we had just a micron of faith in ourselves and the process and believed that the possibility was worth the risk. So let me ask it this way. What life do you envision for yourself if you were free of those struggles? What would be possible for you if you could let go of the obsession around food, exercise, health, and weight? I've shared with you some of the things I've been able to experience, being able to eat what I want, and simply grab food when I'm hungry instead of scrutinizing labels or going hungry when approved food wasn't available. 
I'm more present in my relationships because my thoughts aren't preoccupied with food and exercise, but also because I'm nourished. I can focus and pay attention in conversations because I have enough food in me to be able to truly function. I can work out hard and feel great about it. I can also not work out for a week and not stress about it. I fully trust myself that I will move again and that it will be enough. I don't need an app or a tracker or a plan or a program or a coach to make me do anything. I sleep better. I'm less stressed. I have way more fun in life. I never worry about my weight and I don't get upset if my clothes feel tight. I just choose a different outfit. I wear clothes that I love, that I feel comfortable in, and I don't primp and fuss and constantly adjust my clothing. And I'm a good role model for my kids, too. I definitely do regret what my kids witnessed me say and do back in my health-obsessed dieting days, but I do feel really proud that I've been able to undo most of that damage by doing my own work. And I feel really equipped to handle when my daughters come to me with body image concerns. I know what to say to them when they worry about if an outfit makes them look fat. And I trust that my answer won't perpetuate further body image issues or fat phobia. And my clients have experienced great results too. They all reach a place where they trust themselves to be the authority over their health, no matter their size. And I coach people of all sizes. And their results go far beyond their health-seeking behaviors. As a result of the work we do, they have ended relationships that weren't serving them or developed the confidence to put themselves out there and start dating. They've made career changes spoke up for themselves at work, set boundaries with family members, and they've created amazing things in the world, things that they never believed they were good enough to do. It's freaking awesome to witness. So my question is, what's possible for you? If you can end the obsession over wellness and trust that you're on the right track with your health, what might that open up for you? The only thing between you and that life is your level of belief in yourself. And I just want the self-doubt. Of course you doubt that it's possible for you. Of course you doubt your ability to be successful. Of course you doubt that it'll work when nothing else you've tried has. Of course you worry about the investment being worth it. These are all normal thoughts that come up whenever we consider moving outside of our comfort zone. Your comfort zone is what's familiar to your brain. It's where your brain feels safest. Even if it's not working and you know it's not working, it's familiar, it's known, so therefore it's seen as safe to your brain change, transformation, freedom, those all exist outside the comfort zone. But you know what else lives there? Danger, threat, fear, uncertainty. And that feels really scary to your brain. So your brain presents you with doubt and objections like it's too much money, I don't have time to prevent you from going out there. The reality is the only way to transformation is through that uncertainty and fear. And that doesn't mean just jumping in with both feet blindly and throwing all caution to the wind by ignoring the uncertainty. No, no, no. It's about acknowledging the doubt and fear, feeling it, letting it have a voice, and creating safety for yourself to move forward anyway, which is what I'm here to support you with. As a coach, I'm here to make the process of change safer easier and faster. I shared the process of how I do that with you last week, but specifically what that looks like from a practical standpoint is for the length of time that we're working together, I'm at your service. We meet weekly for 50 minutes each week 
the first meeting, I do most of the talking. I ask a bunch of questions to get clear on your needs, your goals, your desires, where you feel stuck, and to get an idea of how your brain works. And after that, each week, you're in charge of the session. You show up to our meeting, share your struggles, and I customize the support to help you move through. I have oodles of tools and resources to pull from to support your work, videos, audio lessons, workbooks, but I only share what's relevant and supportive to your process. There's no prescribed homework or expectations. I'm not marking you. There's no pass or fail. It's all very experiential. The only way you can fail is to not show up. And I mean that physically and or mentally. If you show up with a willingness and a desire to make change, you will transform. It's simple, safe, and you can do it. Most importantly, you are worthy of doing it. If you're still here and you've been listening to this series or for the last couple of years to this podcast, clearly you're interested in changing your relationship with movement, food, and your body. I can help you. You're not a lost cause. You're not uniquely fucked up. And there's never going to be a better time. And that's not me saying buy now or this offer will expire. It's going to double in price. I'm not into sleazy sales tactics or scarcity bro marketing. I trust you to choose what's right for you and when. I'm saying this to that part of your brain that doubts your ability to do this and is trying to convince you that you can't do it now or you shouldn't need to ask for help and should figure this out on your own. You can do it on your own and it can be a lot faster and easier if you have support. So if you're ready, set up a call with me. It's free and you're going to get the same me on the call that you get here on the show. What you see is what you get. I'm here to serve you. You're going to leave that call with a clear path forward with me in your corner, regardless of what you decide as the next step. Okay, so that's a wrap. That's a wrap on this series. Although, as I alluded, there is a bonus episode coming your way. Make sure you tune into that one. It's a special interview with the expert on wellness culture. Hint, she actually wrote the book on the topic, and it is a good interview. We had a great chat, so don't miss that one. And then after that, we're going to be taking a little pause for the month of June here at the Joyful Movement Show while I prepare the next season. But in the meantime, stay in touch on my social media channels and also get on my email list. That's the best place to stay up to date with new free and paid offers. And you can do that by downloading the free podcast roadmap that you'll find in the show notes. Okay, friends, I hope you have a great week. Get some joyful movement in there and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into the Power in Motion podcast today. If you love what you're learning here, then I invite you to take the next step of embodying these concepts into your own life so that you can live your healthiest, happiest life and never again feel held back by your body. Coaching is the fastest, most efficient pathway to taking what you know in your head to actually applying it and seeing results. Whether you're looking to make changes around movement, food, body image, or all three, I'm here to help you nurture a kind, respectful, and trusting relationship with your body so you can feel your very best. Click the link in the show notes to book a free consultation, and together we'll uncover what's getting in the way of you having the results you want. You'll leave this call knowing exactly what you need to work on and together we'll explore whether one of my coaching offers is a good fit for you. I can't wait to meet you.